Hi there, my name is Hannah Morell. I'm with Pacific Stoa Financial Coaching, and this is Miserable Is Not Enough. Today, I kind of wanted to talk about something that um, I teach to folks who are experiencing a point in their lives where they're feeling a lot of crisis or obligation, um, something called scarcity. So they're feeling like they don't have any options. Um, so this is kind of a way to counterbalance some of those, those points of stress and scarcity, obligation and crisis. Um, and it's called an option inventory. It's pretty simple, um, but it's a pretty effective tool. It's not something you'll probably use every single day. Um, and it really, really seems to work best if you're, if you can recognize that you're feeling a level of like feeling stuck, like you're at hamster wheel, like you're doing the same things over and over again and nothing ever changes. Like you feel like you don't have any options. If you're hearing yourself say, say things like, or think things, you may not say this out loud. If you're hearing yourself mentally say things like, I don't know what to do next. I feel stuck. I have to, I just need to. Or you're thinking like, I really don't have a choice. Like I just need to do this. I really don't have any choices. There's a great example of uh, obligation. And sometimes this obligation um, masquerades as motivation, but it's really not. This is actually going to make us feel more stuck. It's going to make us feel more trapped and like we have fewer and fewer and fewer options. Um, and something we talked about in season one when we were talking through the procrastination cycle is that when we're in this place of crisis, it's very difficult to make a good, clear choices. So that's why we want to kind of um, balance it out. So. From the outside, it does look like crisis, emergencies, or anxieties should serve as fantastic motivation for change, action, planning, initiative, but instead crisis overwhelms us. Every small crisis feels like a big crisis. There's no difference. When everything hurts like it's the end of the world, we are going to react like it's the end of the world. And even in times of low-grade chronic crisis, everything around us seems to be removing or reducing our choices. Even our own choices can effectively remove future choices, right? The choice I make today may, in a way that I don't really fully understand yet, remove future choices from myself. And that, again, back again to that sense of feeling frozen, stuck, or shut down. And again, this looks like apathy, avoidance, even procrastination from the outside, and it's actually a trauma response. So you can accuse yourself of procrastination and avoidance, but it may actually be a response, a trauma response to having a reduction of our choices. There is, in fact, no, no difference between a reduction of choices and crisis. Um, so this practice, this option inventory practice, is an inner small intervention meant just to undermine the lie that our brains tell us during crisis, and namely that that lie is that we don't have any choices. And I hear you saying right now, but Hannah, you don't understand. I really don't have any choices. I get it. Please just practice this. Um, like I said, it's not something you'll do every day, but even an occasional practice of this is a good um, uh, mental exercise. We are going to be leveraging some silliness here. Um, and uh, practicing uh, on situations that represent little to no risk. Um, and in doing that, we're going to um, just pop a tiny little hole into that, that crisis. All right, so 
the way the option inventory works is um, you're going to be basically um, considering what you have. Okay, let's start with something close. Let's have like right now. I don't know what you're doing. Let's say you're driving. Uh, what are some things that you could do right now? So um, the prompt is I could. So um, you could pull over to the side of the road. Uh, you could continue driving. Um, you could pull off at the next exit. Uh, you could go stop at the ice cream. <laughs> go, go have ice cream. You could, um, there's all sorts of things you can, so keep going. Like, I can't hear you, of course. Um, what could you do right now? So think about as you're going through this list of coulds, what is the silliest thing that you could do right now? You could pull over to the side of the road and um, start a one-person dance-off. Um, what's the most ridiculous thing you could do? Um, not safe, but you could um, turn your car around and begin driving in reverse. You could... Oh, what are some other things that you silly, nonsensical? I mean, we're not going to actually do anything, right? So it's kind of this kind of silly game is just a way to think about the options that you have available to you in the right now. Um, and by do playing this silly game, and it really only takes a couple seconds and it doesn't need to be done all the time, um, it disconnects that kind of fight, flight, or freeze thing. It kind of disconnects, it sort of makes us understand that we do have more options. Um, we're playing this in a silly way, but this can get very, very, very real. So um, the ex example I use is a, a mother uh, that I had, was working with, who was um very close to experiencing homelessness and felt like she was out of options. Um, and of course felt like a bad mom at the same time. And, um, you know, one of her options was, uh, when we're doing the option inventory, it doesn't feel good to say, but was dropping off her kids at the grandma's house and just like headed south forever, right? That doesn't, she absolutely could abandon her children. And that doesn't feel good to say, but that is an option. So if that's an option for her, then she's making a choice every day to be a mom, right? And we're making a choice every day to, to, to do the things that we do. It, that is a very extreme and not fun example, but it, it can lead us to that. So don't shy away from that. Just because it came up, your brain came up with it as an option doesn't mean that's something you want to do. We are only assessing the options that you have available to you. And the more ridiculous they are, that's okay. I mean, you're just letting your brain sort of go crazy. We often spend a lot of time restricting our brains. No, we can't do that. We have to do this. We can't do that. We have to do that. So this is just a little bit of an example of kind of giving your brain a little bit of free reign. Um, it's, it could be a mindfulness practice, right? That you could just let your brain kind of reach out a little bit and expand doesn't mean you're going to act on any of them it doesn't mean um that you actually want to do any of those things or that any of them are safe right but those are all things that you could do so i'm sitting here in my house uh it's about five o'clock in the evening my options are after i'm i could stop recording right this second um i could continue recording uh i can eat dinner next uh i could go take the dog for a walk I could um, 
turn on some loud music, annoy my neighbors and dance. Um, I could strip off all my clothes and run around my neighborhood, right? Um, so some of this is like things that I could be doing right now. And you'll notice I'm using the word could and not should. There are some things that I certainly should be doing. I should probably wash a dish, sure. Um, but what I could be doing um, is a lot of things. I could be washing dishes. I could be running around naked. Um, so this is not a to-do list. We are not making a to-do list. This is not a list of obligations. The sillier you make these, the better it seems to work on our brains. This is intended to just give our brains a little bit of a break. Um, so what do you think you'll notice as you practice some option inventories? Um, the sillier, the better. Don't be afraid if they get big, if your options get big, but what do you think you'll notice if you keep them, if you stay fairly silly? Um, so that that's kind of just something that's come up recently in my practice. And I just kind of want to make sure I shared with you. Um, if you're, if you want to reflect this onto your spending, um, this is a pretty easy one to translate directly over to financial matters. Um, let's say you're about to pay your power bill today. What are your options here? Could you pay your power bill? Sure. Could you also not pay your power bill? Sure. Could you pay your power bill and also send them a love letter? Uh, could you pay your power bill in pennies? Could you pay your power bill with Amazon gift cards? I mean, could you just tell them to turn the power off? Right. There's again, this is not anything that you should be doing. These are options that you have. So it's always okay to practice these option inventories um, in small, silly ways. Again, this is an exercise to get your brain out of the idea that you don't have any options, that you don't have any choice. This is a choice building exercise. So please let me know what you thought. Um, this is a really silly one. Um, and thank you very much for listening and I'll talk to you in two weeks. The tools, concepts, strategies, and processes covered in this curriculum, coaching, and podcast are meant to be used for your personal development and or in the partnership with the tools that you are already using in the service of your community. If you are considering seeking compensation of, or contracts using this financial coaching curriculum, please reach out to Pacific STOA for more information on the Financial Wellness Coach Certificate and Exclusive Licensing.